0: Hello. Welcome to your weekend. This is a special edition of The Briefing. Jan Fran, yesterday we had a very, very big star on the podcast.
1: I'm still fangirling now, frankly. The best content maker on the internet. It's true. Dr Pimple Popper was here talking to us about why people, aka me. And not me. And not you. Love watching pimple popping videos. And particularly during this pandemic lockdown period. I've been watching it so much more. Just wanted to get to the bottom of what was going on.
0: I'd never heard of her, but once we did the research for the episode, found out that she had... Which you
1: hated doing, by the way. (laughs)
0: Didn't love it. Uh, 6.5 million subscribers on YouTube she has, 3.9 million followers on Instagram. She's she's massive. Yeah. She's a dermatologist, a lot of her videos are actually doing surgery so sometimes she's slitting open massive pimples and then she does the smaller sort of blackheads and stuff as
1: well. Yeah, and she says that she has seen an uptick in the number of people watching her content over the last few months. So we had a chat to her about why that might be, about what her work entails, and we just tried to get to the bottom of why I love watching it so much.
0: Yeah, and yesterday we just put a a small part of the conversation on the podcast because we try and keep it tight for you each day. But right here, right now, we're just going to play the whole thing. Here's the extended cut of Dr Pimple Popper.
1: Well, Dr. Sandra Lee, a.k.a. Dr. Pimple Popper, joins us now. And just before we start, I just want to say thank you so much for teaching me everything that I ever needed to know about (laughs) lipomas and cysts and blackheads. I feel like I'm an expert now because of how much I watch your channels. But you're a dermatologist. Did you ever, in your wildest dreams, did you expect that you'd ever end up with almost 4 million Instagram followers as Doctor Pimple Popper? No, I mean I would have
2: to say no, definitely okay. not. But uh, it it it's already been five years since this first started, and it was quite amazing. Uh, you know, I, I did think when that when I first posted something, I did see that there was something here. Um, Mm. and, uh, you know, it feels like even though it was five years, just like how the days go by right now with the pandemic, it feels like, you know, five decades ago, you know, things have changed so much too on social media. Um, but yeah, no, I I would never have thought anyone would have ever called me, you know, um, pimple, a pimple popper. Certainly not.
1: But so when you posted your first Um, I guess, pimple popping video. And you got a bit of a reaction. Was there a moment for you where you thought, oh, people love this?
2: Oh, yes. And it was like, mixed with what people like this. (laughs) And then, you know, just uh, that was probably the main the main thought, really. And I, I was it was unbelievable to me. And it was kind of like a challenge to see how many people like this. And what could I do to make people like it more? Even, and so that was just—it was really—it was really cool and interesting. It was kind of like an experiment, and fun, and mm. my hobby. But now it's certainly overtaken my life.
0: Yeah. So is this kind of a big part of what what you do now? Part of your business that you somehow yeah. um, have built a, a brand and a personality and a whole kind of machine around this?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's it's that it is now you know, it's changed my practice, really, the kinds of things I do, although it has helped, um, in a, in a great way, certainly because I do like, I do love surgery. That's like probably my favorite part of being a dermatologist. And so I get to do a lot more of that, but we certainly get people as far as from, uh, as you guys are on the other side of the world, um, to me. So we get people traveling from really far to see me, uh, which is really humbling. You know, it's so nice to, it, it, it's so wonderful that people have the confidence, you know, in me. But, of course, I don't want them to travel that far either. Mm-hmm. So we get, you know, a different kind of population of people, um, you know, with the TV show, certainly. And um, just just things that that's also in, in Australia as well. So, you know, we get a lot of fans from all around the world. So it's pretty it's really cool. But it's also it's not really what I you know, expected or thought um, really had a goal. Like I wasn't going towards that in that direction. So it certainly has been a little bit kind of strange to get used to it. Uh, And there's certainly wonderful things about it, but there are things that I didn't really expect either. You know, like it's weird to have to, to be recognized and, you know, make sure you have your makeup on or you don't have a wedgie or something like that in public.
1: <laughs> when you, have post... you ever been spotted with a wedgie in public?
2: <laughs> I, I don't clarify. know, but thankfully I haven't seen it come up on any like social media <laughs> or something.
0: Well, normally you keep your, your videos pretty tightly focused on on the pimples, um, not so much the wedgies. But um, when you when you posted that early content, were you posting it because you thought it would be entertaining for people or was there more of a medical reason for it initially?
2: Well, I mean, initially, and it was more like I was putting it out there because I was thinking, what is this? What is going on? Why are people liking this? Because they're they are they're like almost, you know, they, they, they tell me in their comments that they uh, it just helps to decrease their anxiety. They, they are obsessed with it. They can't stop watching it. So I just thought, what is this? that is causing people to feel this way. And then also when it got really big, I was thinking, you know, what am I going to do with this? You know, how, what can I do to make this a very positive thing for everybody? You know how, I mean, I can't just, just be randomly popping people's pimples for the rest of my life. Where is this (laughs) going to go? So, you know, I really, I realized that You know, as a dermatologist, I can really showcase like what I do, what we dermatologists do so that people realize actually that we're not just pimple poppers, that this field is really actually interesting. It's not boring or plain. There's a lot of things involved in it. And um, I don't know, just get people excited about dermatology. So I really felt that it was important for me to kind of show that I am a physician, that I am a, 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 a surgeon and that what we do is something that really is kind of different than any other specialty and I feel really happy and proud that I'm a dermatologist.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've learned so much about dermatology just by watching your YouTube channel. I didn't think I would have this much inside knowledge about dermatology, but I credit you fully for that because I had <laughs> no clue what dermatologists really did. Why, why do you think people love watching this stuff i mean obviously you've got millions of followers your videos get right. millions of hits people are watching it so
2: why you well you know one thing i do i'm really proud of is these young kids um like, like a five-year-old that knows what a lipoma is now, or can recognize, you know, one uh, lipoma versus a cyst. I mean, it's sort of like I, it's not like I'm sitting there lecturing to people, but they've learned it just because they're sort of fascinated with this. I think that it it does a few things. I think that number one, I do know that people watch a lot of these videos. And I think it's really surprising to people who are not what we call papaholics, but they actually watch it to relax them. It makes them feel less anxiety, uh, less stress. It actually puts them to sleep. They watch it before they go to bed. Wow. And it, it seems like it creates a really big reaction to people, whether it's like either disgust or they're obsessed with it. And I am proud of that fact, though, I think, because it's like it's a positive thing. It makes people feel better about themselves, really. And and in a way, too, I think we feel proud that let you learn things, you know? We learn things about our skin and we learn things about our body. And and that's kind of the natural transition that I try to put in there. I mean, I try to include like medical information and education without being preachy, but also it shows how amazing people are. You know, that we're all really kind of in the same, you know, not to judge people by their skin condition, certainly in terms of what people love about it. Like I said, decreases their anxiety. But also um, I think it's sometimes it's like watching, like riding a roller coaster or watching a scary movie. There's mm. there's mm. like a you know, there's like a, a, a feeling you get almost like a euphoria maybe or like, you know, like it's just stressful. So your heart gets pumping and then there's always like an ending. Like a happy ending, yeah. really. Like everything goes back to normal and to its place, and I think that makes us feel good. You know, we don't. I don't love movies that have this random ending that you're like, well, what's happening? What's going on? It just makes me upset, kind of. And I think a lot of us like the feeling of a, like, of a story that has conflict and then the conflict is is over.
0: Yeah, I'd never thought of popping a pimple as having like a classic uh, narrative structure where you kind of have, yeah. you know, the hero, um, which is the person popping the pimple. You've got like the, the journey, you've got the struggle as you as you push into yeah. that pimple and then boom, you have a really clear point of climax in these little stories. What what do it's you think It's weird, isn't it? It is. What <laughs> what what do you really think is going on at a primal level here? Why are people getting addicted to seeing this? Why is it calming their anxiety? How on earth are they watching it before they go to sleep at night? What's going on at a at a deeper level there, do you think?
2: I, I think that there's just a, a resolution there. People like there's a, there's a lot of people that 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 um, have different ideas about this, that, you know, it's our it's our kind of our primal instinct to uh, protect ourselves. And when we see these sorts of things happen, these conflicts, and then you see them resolved, it it, it makes us feel better. I, I You know, also a lot of us have this. Natural. I think there's a lot of us that are popaholics ourselves, you know, they're people that chase their family members around if they have a big <laughs> blackhead on them and they can't not squeeze it. And it sort of helps to satisfy this urge. I, I, you know, it's weird because I don't, I understand the feeling and I have great friends who tell me about why it makes them feel so good. But I myself am not that kind of person. I don't watch pimple popping to relax myself. But I do see sometimes when I edit videos, when there's a really good pop, like I get it, like I'm like, oh, this is something that people (laughs) are really going to love. But uh, for me, it's always been more like the patience and how amazing they are and how much they teach me about uh, the world and just about being human, really. And I try to um, I try to show this in my work, you know, anonymously and I think that's something that we all sort of also connects us to it, you know, maybe make it more human, like this could be any of us. It's really hard for me to say, but I will say that I feel like there is a popaholic in every bunch. You never know who one is. Um, there's nothing that tells us, you know, there's no religion or ethnicity, you know, part of the world that you come from that makes you more of a popaholic. And I feel like if more world leaders were popaholics, that we would have more world peace and happiness. Yeah.
1: So, you know,
2: that's just Yeah, my thing. I think if
1: more people were popping pimples, it, the world yeah. would be a better place. I'm totally on your side with that. <laughs> I've found that I've been watching – pimple popping videos a lot more during this pandemic, particularly during the lockdown where we weren't really allowed to come and go as we pleased. Um, have you noticed an uptick in viewer numbers? Have you noticed that the pandemic has done anything different to how people are consuming
2: your content? Yeah, I, I definitely do. I, I but And I've seen it change a little and it might be according to um you know geography too because we're all in different points of this pandemic uh i definitely Mm. think um it's been going on for a while now and you know we're all itchy for something new i definitely intentionally tried to put more content and good content out there during the pandemic but we certainly got an increase in people obviously watching Social media. This is uh, this is natural. And certainly, obviously, we haven't we're dealing with a lot of anxiety and and questions. And so it's natural for a lot of people who use these videos to kind of make them feel, you know, more relaxed. They're going to watch more of it i see some other different things too you know i have a a part of my my medicine here A part of my platform here was to kind of also start a skincare line that really was more medically based because i think a lot of people can't see dermatologists and i found that that was a way for me to you know teach people educate people about their skin but also recommend products for them we definitely saw an increase in that kind of thing and in sales of that and i think a lot of people are seeing Um, skincare sales kind of go up, not necessarily makeup, but more like taking care of your skin because they can't see dermatologists, um, during this Mm. time because they can't get to see their dermatologists. So they're, they're still needing that information. And especially now with a lot of masks, we're having issues with maskne, you know, acne breakouts. We're also having issues with um, um, people actually, there's there's different skin issues that we like to let people know about. There's something called telogen effluvium where your, your hair can tend to fall out a little bit more than normal like about three, four, five months after like a sort of a stressful event. And we're starting to see that now more so. The good news about that is your hair does grow back. But, you know, it it is like, like pregnancy will do that, for example, you know, that kind Mm. of stressful event will cause people to lose more hair. So we're seeing a lot of these kinds of things. And I think part of it is me being able to give them what I know is probably the most correct information, just from a dermatologist perspective, because there's so many different things out there in in the news, you know, that can be misleading.
0: Sandra, when I first heard about you, and that was when Jan brought you to my attention, I'd never heard of this whole thing. I kind of went to your Instagram expecting, you know, popping small little pimples that, you know, most people would have. But a lot of your work is the intense medical stuff where you're slicing open something quite enormous. And and it's very, very (laughs) intense to watch for someone like me. Which stuff gets more traction? Is it those massive, more medical cases, or is it the the smaller sort of pimples that a lot of us could relate to?
2: Well, you know, the basis of everything was the simple blackheads, and I think everybody who is a popaholic appreciates and loves those, and certainly those are the ones that I also prefer. With anything, I feel like when you do something you're always pushing it, the envelope, and then it just becomes bigger and bigger. Um, I I, I would rather have great blackheads all day, honestly. For me, I would rather have that. But it's just that, you know, I think especially the show, you know, the TV show tends to push like bigger cases and things that are more dramatic. So it tends to move in that direction, not really because it's just the natural progression of things. I mean, I would compare it to, I don't know, like you watch a scary movie, right and then you want an even if you like that kind of stuff which i don't like but if you like that stuff what do you what do you, you crave like another even scarier one you know that kind of thing or like if you have like roller coasters you're always looking for that bigger one or like porn so yeah i was going to say that but i don't know the <laughs> level of your for your podcast <laughs> that was going to be the <laughs> no go for it pretty example. pretty
0: open ended here uh, yeah, people are drawn to, towards more extreme stuff, especially online.
2: Yes, because it's just a natural tendency, I think, um, human nature, really, that you kind of sort of get more intense. Like we call it so- blackheads and stuff. That's a soft popper. And then you go into the hard pops.
0: All the hard it. stuff. <laughs> Jen, oh, yeah, has your algorithm been sending you into more extreme hardcore pimple popping?
2: I
1: think it's sort of varied. I mean, my my entire YouTube algorithm is either pimple popping or people eating seafood on the internet or for some reason, right-wing political commentators.
2: That oh, is my that YouTube is so algorithm. That is funny though because wow. you're like me. I love mukbangs too. too. I don't know why. Oh, God, God me too. Oh,
0: what? Mukbang? What's that?
2: Oh, you got to introduce him to mukbangs. <laughs> Oh, I will. But I don't Tom and I the are going to go for a coffee after handle, this. Don't worry. Yeah, I can't handle the sound though that they make, honestly. Um, and I know that's a big part of it. But like I turn off the sound, I'm just like marveling at, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're eating all that, you know, that kind of thing. You turn off the sound. See,
1: I put up the sound and I listen to mukbangs in ASMR. <laughs> Sorry, what the hell are you really guys
0: talking about? I am completely I lost here.
2: <laughs> but but all of that is sort of an ASMR thing. So is that's actually also something I should mention about pimple popping. That is why people like it too. I feel like initially people really liked the sound of my voice. You know, they never really saw me, but they really were soothed by that and it's just it's just it's just changed a little bit. Um, but yes, it's a very ASMR. We got to yeah. put him down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, totally. Don't yeah, it's
1: worry. not we'll, that, we'll, that we'll willing like but down anyway. The rabbit hole.
0: Kidnapped <laughs> down It'll the happen. rabbit hole.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for being with us today, Dr. Sandra Lee, aka Dr. Pimple Popper. It was a real pleasure talking to you about my favourite content on the internet. <laughs> I'll have
2: to dedicate one for, to the two of you guys. And oh so wow! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> no
0: you? thanks. Slash, yes please. Yeah, <laughs>
1: oh, please. We'll oh, come on! Come
2: on.
0: <laughs> please do that it. That will
1: make my 2020, which has been a terrible year. If you if you do that, 2020 uh, is made. The coronavirus, yeah. wow. it's all stricken off the. Record, don't worry. Can we just have
0: a nice little blackhead rather than one of those like yeah, huge, that, like sliced open? Oh,
2: <laughs> I wouldn't be cruel like that. I'll let you. I, we got to get you s- slide you in really easily, you know, nothing too crazy. Thanks so much, Dr. Yeah. People Papa. Yes, be <laughs> have a safe day. out there, okay? All
0: right, that was it. The full uncut. <laughs> Chat with Dr. (laughs) Pimple Popper.
1: It's all come out, hasn't it? It's all been squeezed out. Hey, if you're listening to this and you are into pimple popping and I know that you're out there and I know that you love it, I'm not going to judge you. Slide into my DMs. Send me videos. I'm into it. What? Yeah, man. It's a real community. I love you guys. We get each other.
2: A podcast, one production.